Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat. And now, if you've never listened to this podcast before, I'm going to run down what we do for you here. Now, what we do on this show is we give you uh, opinions, another titillating topic. We give you titillating topics each week. And we bring on pundits. Now, we bring on these pundits, and they give you their opinion on these topics. Now, some of them may lean to the left, some lean to the right, but we try to keep them down the middle. And that's the goal there, but you'll see it's a little wacky when it tries when we try to do that. So we have brought on three different pundits today. Uh, first pundit we have on is Trey, who was a former gang member. And uh, actually, he was a former gang member, and he was part of the now-defunct Yang Gang. Oh, yeah. I am so happy to be back. Who's waiting on that stimulus check now, huh? I'm talking to all you out there. $1,200. Boom. In the bank. Good to have you back, Trey. Gang, gang. And then we have on Shelby Townsend, who is a spokesperson slash consultant for, uh, corporate, for corporations, their communications department. It's uh, true. Thank you, John. Yes, I, I have. Uh, I'm no longer in house at any particular corporation, but there's so many that need our assistance at this time to communicate. So I have opened up a little shop of my own, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm serving many, many giant corporate interests at this point. All right, good to have you here, Shelby. And then we have Paula Townsend, uh, relation or not? Uh, she is a local grocery store manager at Allwards. It says here. Yeah, that's all words, A-L-W-A-R-D-S. Uh, we are at, um, technically, it's 27 Mile and Van Dyke. Ah, that sounds far. All right, uh, so we have three different pundits on, uh, Trey, Shelby, and Paula. Now, we have a topic today of who should get the bailout slash the stimulus package. Now, what that is is the government has decided to bail out different corporations. I mean, personally, I think they should bail out some of our unemployed uh, citizens, but, you know, the government's going to do what the government does. But uh, who should get these bailouts or this stimulus package? Now, we're going to go to Trey first here and get your opinion on this topic. Trey, who do you think should get the bailout or the stimulus package? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, it's the people. This is a simple economics. This is what's going to happen. They're going to say that we don't need it, that the corporations need it, like the, the airlines or the cruise ship companies, which I don't know if you know this, but cruise ship companies don't even pay taxes in America because they don't even register here. Ridiculous. So they're asking for a bailout. But it's the people. You know why? Because the people are going to spend. It's going to get around. It's going to go to the stores. It's going to go to the rent. It's going to go to groceries. It's going to go all around. It's going to go to the companies anyways, but at least give up to us before they get it. So you're saying help the people, Trey. I get, I get that. All right, Shelby, what is your, uh, what is your view on this? Well, you know, I, I think that the bailout package really hit the nail right on the head and was forthright in distributing throughout the economy the support that's so desperately needed in these unprecedented times. 
you know, the COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, has rocked our economy. And it's so important that we we come together as as one nation to support our corporate interests, because that is what is going to keep our economic engine rolling. Um, so I, I, I applaud the, the, the Congress. I applaud the White House, um, this, this billions and billions of dollars of, of taxpayer money that's going straight in the pockets of executives is going to be the one thing that's going to keep us safe and warm. So you think that the money should go straight to the executives in these corporations, correct? Well, these are the people who are tasked with solving the myriad problems that are affecting corporate America today. We're dealing with supply chain issues. Obviously, people have to stay in their homes. So that has impacts on the auto industry, the retail industry, restaurant industry, of course. So why don't we concentrate those funds and that support up at the top where it can then be distributed down through the channels of economic stimulus uh, to, of course, eventually end up in the pockets of everyday Americans, but through the wisdom and guidance of our corporate overlords. Okay, and let's go with Paula. Paula, what is your... Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Yes, who should get the uh, bailout or the stimulus package? Well, um, considering the fact that... I just hired my attorney to be a bagging boy. I, I would go ahead and say pretty much everybody. Um, if you've lost your job, you know, that's that's not on you. That's that's, you know, your government saying, you know, we got to shut down, got to protect people. And I think that's that's wise. But at the same time, I, I, I think we should be helping everybody who who's furloughed, who's lost their jobs. You know, the restaurant business. My husband, you know, he he was a, a sous chef down the road, you know, at, at our local Chili's and he no longer can support our family. I, I'm making all the money, you know, who, who, who would have thought, you know, uh, I got my high school GED and, and, and I'm making bank, you know, yeah, of everybody I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have lost their jobs. The only ones that are really working right now are people in your position of the people, mm-hmm. the, producers, the people that are doing the jobs that nobody really wanted to do. Now these are our heroes. Now. So I want to say one thing. Uh, you, you just said that the job that nobody wants to do, it, it's not that it's the job that nobody wants to do. It's just, we, we don't get paid that well. So it's, it's it, actually a pretty fun job. I, I enjoy it. I mean, every once in a while I will hand out, you know, some free pretzel rides to the staff, some better maids. And, uh, everybody's real happy about that. I give away some free cookies. Pete, stop chewing on things. You son of a bitch. Sorry. That's my cat. All right. Yeah. So, uh, if I may just say your enthusiasm and spark are truly inspiring and you are indeed, uh, quite the hero. And if you'd like, you know, my, uh, we're, we're putting together a series of commercials to thank, uh, our, our tireless workers on the front end of this, of this pandemic. And I'd love to feature your story if I may. You know, we got a saying in a, in grocery store talk, uh, if the chip is burnt, don't put it on the, the shelf. And, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. you got one of them burnt chip faces. You know, I, I, I guarantee you probably taste pretty good, but, uh, the underlying factor is that you are not as healthy or as, uh, as, a uh, uh, I, I, I don't trust you. Yo, John, can I just say Paula sounds like a real G, you know? And, uh, well, thank you. you know, I, I, she sees right through that corporate bullshit. And I, I'm like, I'm glad that she's calling it out because, you know, I want to thank Paula because you are on the front lines. We are at war right now, man, and you are killing it. And I, w- you're right. 
You should get paid more, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, right. I mean, I agree. I agree. The uh, and that's what uh, that's one of the uh, hot topics that are going to be uh, debated in this upcoming election is the people that are working those frontline um, jobs, and those that's going to come back up in the in the debates without a doubt. The people that are working those frontline jobs, they they get a, a lot more of appreciation based on what's been going on recently. So. Uh, Trey, you say bail out the people. Do you mean all the people? Does that include the corporations also, or is which it are just... people? Let's rem- let's remember, corporations are people. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I was, not the I'll... actual corporations, but no, but the, uh, in a legal sense, that they are. But please continue. Yeah, she's talking legally, and somehow they corporations are people according to the law. It's absolutely ridiculous. The Citizens versus United. I read about it all while I was in jail. But I do mean all people who need it. Uh, I, I was watching CNBC and my boy Shamath was out there and he just said, let them, let them fail. Let them, they don't need the bailout. They, the people need the bailout. You need millions of dollars. Is that obviously necessary at a time like this? We're talking when people just need food and basic uh, housing and stuff like that. This is ridiculous. It's the government's responsibility to, to take care. Right now, what we're seeing is a travesty because it's the, uh, the inequality that was already here. And now we're seeing the travesty happened because people don't have healthcare and access to food and water at a time of a crisis. And their, their hospitals don't have the right supplies in these low income areas. And don't even get me started on my boys in the jail. Still. I wish I could go back there and save those, my brothers. Cause it's, they don't, they get no help. And even well, the correctional officers there aren't getting the help that they need. And they're all testing positive. Well, some of them are getting uh, released due to um, fears Good. over the coronavirus. Yep. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Some of them are selling weed. We have big business of weed now, and people are still in jail and weed. So should they be in there? We have for-profit prisons. I don't know. Is that one of your places, Miss Townsend? I did used to represent a for-profit prison corporation, yes. And they have released many nonviolent offenders due to the coronavirus. And I will say as well, you know, the supply chains for food are stable at this point. Of course, people are experiencing hardships and financial difficulties. So all of the corporations that I represent have made nominal donations to food banks, to feed frontline workers. Uh, They're doing everything in their power to look good in this time of need. So are they just doing it to look good or are they doing it to actually help no, of course, there was, we, there was ha- that a we don't have slip. to come together at this time and support those who need the support the most. But I will say there will be a time when we return to a normal, whatever that normal may look like. And at that point in time, we will still need our corporations. We will need oil companies. We will need airlines. I, we will I, need I, cruise Townsend, ships. Townsend, that's not a, it's not my family. Townsend, that's not my family. Um, I don't I have, believe we're related. No, no I don't no, have no, any people. Not, who I, we're definitely not. Um, I, I saw this one. Um, there's there's a documentary on on Netflix called Queen of Versailles, and this got me just this got me thinking. Now uh, it's with a uh, Jackie and David Siegel. Now Siegel, he's a he, he owns the world's largest uh, timeshare corporation, and what he would do is anytime he got money for a timeshare, he would put that into a new property management and just continually, you know, all the money that was coming in, he was spending it instead of uh, putting it in like savings account or for, for anything that, you know, like bad happened. And when the 2008 marketing crash happened, he lost everything. And instead of taking a, a cut of his own money, 
you know, going back on, on like private jets and, 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 you know, going instead maybe business class or, or uh, trying, trying to mark down his own, his own spending. He decided to just, you know, get rid of everybody. Um, he's, his, uh, his building is now owned by Trump in Las Vegas. And that, that got me thinking, you know, why, why aren't these companies, you know, uh, when they make money, they're, they're putting money into new properties and projects when they should be, you know, having some kind of savings. Why, why didn't they have that? Well, why can't that save them? I do. Instead believe- of us, government sa- is saving them. We're saving each other. You know, this is the time that we all come together as a nation and realize that we're stronger together than we are apart. When it comes to increasing yeah, one's portfolio, well, yes, we're 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 apart, but we're still together uh, at the core of things emotionally as a zeitgeist. But not legal, not uh, equally, not monetarily, not monetarily. You're not equal, correct? You well, can, you can, no, you can, you can. Admit we're not that, a communist right? nation, John. We don't evenly distribute resources and, and capital amongst everybody. So, um, do you, so you believe that the corporations should get the uh, the the bailout, and then they'll ch- like maybe chip off a chunk for the people of the country? Correct? Is that well, what I'm understanding? What? No, certainly not. People deserve a cut, <laughs> of course. And these these bills that Congress is passing, they do have lip service towards the proletariat. I'm sorry, the, the general populace. Um, but when it comes to the scale at which this infusion of capital can have an impact on the larger health of not only our population, but our economy, you put the money where the impact is going to be. And that's on the corporate level. We're talking about jobs. You know, we're going to be facing 20, 30, potentially 40% unemployment uh, through the midst of this crisis. And at the end of that, we need to make sure that the houses of these jobs, the places where these jobs live, are still secure. If the corporations go down, we could be looking at 60%, 70%. We'd have no idea where that could go. So if Wall you, Street crumbles... bailing out the post office, you decide, post office, you're on your own. What about that? That's oh, hundreds of thousands of jobs right there. I will agree with you. The post office needs to be saved. The, the idea that we would kill the post office at this point in time is absolutely preposterous. Um, but so hopefully we can find some middle ground there. Uh, some of my friends maybe at, at FedEx or UPS might not be so happy with me saying that, but I do have to speak my mind. Uh, but again, the the dollars that are, are being distributed are on the the scale at which they can be then impacted into greater good. Now, Trey, I'm going to come to you. Trey, now you're your guy, uh, Andrew Yang. Now he came up with a plan to, uh, give each American family a thousand dollars per month. That's a lot of. It's, it turns out to be more than the twelve hundred dollars that um, the Americans are getting in the stimulus package. Look, right? other countries are already giving more than what we are, or even they're doing it for the next four months. Yeah, the- Canada I think is uh, two thousand dollars for the two thousand dollars a month for the next four months. Yeah, so we act like we can't have these things, but we're supposed to be the richest country in the nation. It's it's people like Miss Townsend here. I'm sorry, but which Miss Townsend? Which one? May it talk about me? What do you uh, mean? It's definitely not Paula. I my heart goes out to Paula. She's a real. Oh, thank trooper. you. That's that's very nice of you. Yeah, uh, it's it's people like Miss Townsend that I see right through. Um, all this for profit. Let's you know we got to start with the top. Like it's all about them first. I mean. 
reason we had the 2008 financial crisis is because of the, the, the banks and the buybacks. And how about what we're seeing right now is really disgusting me because it's the corporations and the government getting together. And on this, it seems like more than ever when we have a bunch of senators or congresswomen and men uh, taking out money in late February after secret meetings about what was about to happen and stuff like that. Sounds a, a, a little fishy to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a regular guy who, who's just in jail for a little while. And I don't know. I just want to say, this is nothing. People are going crazy. Go to jail, okay? You guys have it easy out here. You're not going to war. If you could stay home and play your video games and play online poker and all your porn hub that you can get, stay home. Like, well, a lot of people on. are a lot of people are having issues with uh, staying home. Uh, there's people they're they're protesting in Ohio right now, uh, telling them to open back up Ohio. Um, a lot of people aren't taking this virus that seriously. Um, because they say, oh, the flu killed this many people, but they don't realize that this is a lot worse than the flu, than the common flu. Well, it's they also lied, you know, back in the day about the Spanish flu that, uh, what was it, Woodrow Wilson, he, he put out there, you know, you don't talk about it. You don't tell people that you even have it. It's it's not a pandemic. It's just, it's just a light flu and it'll wave over. I mean, the reason it's called Spanish flu is because Spain was the only one who was like, no, this is actually a pandemic and took the fall for it. So everyone called it Spanish flu, even though it started in Kansas because some guy decided to fuck a cow. Oh, what? is that if accurate? Eh? Is that accurate? Yeah. A guy fucked a cow and that's how we got Spanish flu. More than likely, he fucked some kind of Oh, uh, more than likely. There we go. All right. There we go. Uh, but so okay, okay. So we're gonna get back on topic here about the bailout and the stimulus package. Can I say? Yeah, can I say something? What we haven't talked about? What's that? We've talked about people and big corporations. Yeah. What about the small business that actually employ most of the people? You know, my boys who open up a, a wing shop. You know, a wing shop. You know, selling hot wings and stuff like that. Like he had to close his business down right now, and he can't, he can't afford anybody. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of people are going to be struggling with that. A lot of people are going to be struggling with opening back up their businesses because technically, uh, All Words is a smaller business. It's a home, family-run business. Uh, there, uh, the All Words is a granddaughter actually played a uh, the youngest on Seventh Heaven. That was pretty nice. Uh, but uh, it's family-run business. You know, I've been working there for the past fifteen years. Uh, I, I love it, and we were on the verge of, of maybe closing down. But honestly, this this pandemic did help us in regards to we're able and we're open to sell uh, our products to people. We're a grocery store, so yep. people come to us because we're closer than 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 Meyer is. You know, maybe two extra miles down the road, but we have toilet paper, so that that's good for us. Yeah, that is good. I mean, it's it's been a, a bit of a crisis that people are uh, taking up all the toilet paper. What I am surprised about is no one has mentioned the farmers. Uh, there's a lot of farmers that have had to destroy their crops uh, and destroy all of their um, crops because it's yeah. I mean, why, who? Do, why would they destroy crops? Because of um, they there was no demand for it. It's an economic uh, thing. Yeah. Did we get less people? Like I don't understand. Why there would be a difference in the amount of so food a lot that of farmers, a, a lot of farmers, they have a specific amount of crop that they are supposed to grow per year for different distribution centers, and if that distribution center doesn't need the product anymore, they have to cut their losses. But I will say, a lot of these farmers, they get paid pretty good wages. You know, in Romeo specifically, I believe it's like a hundred thousand dollars a year just to grow corn. 
Yeah, it's there, there are subsidies when it comes to corn specifically, and it is a shame, you know, uh, the, these these foods rotting in the fields when there are still people who may be removed from their access to food right now. So I think it's very important that we come together and create some new supply chains to yeah, get it's, food into the people, uh, to the hands of people who need it. And I, yeah. I think that our corporate overlords are the ones who might be able to, you know, grease the wheels, as it were. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you could talk to someone about that, uh, seeing as though that's your area of expertise. Um, this is interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of people that are hungry on the streets. We have a lot of people that are hungry. And to just just destroy these crops is, I think, a bit silly. And it's almost to where uh, you destroy the crops, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face. To mm. say, listen, this is what happened because you're buying all your... Um, all of your produce from Mexico and from overseas, it's, it's, you destroy your own, instead of like giving to the people that need it in your own country, you destroy your own products just to say, well, this is what we had to do because you're buying from other countries. There's a shortage of food banks. People are going to food banks. People need food in a crisis and you're wasting food. That's my point. Doesn't it seem a little fishy? Like that's, Disgusting. Oh, We're connected does. with a Gleaners project. So uh, we, we do contact a lot of the local farmers around our area. Big Red has been one of them. Uh, we have asked them, you know, if they have any spare crops that they do not need. We have a uh, uh, we have a car wash that's next to the building, and we have set that up to be a uh, Gleaners setup. So if anybody needs food or, or extra necessities, we, we put our old stock out there for them. Well, that's that's admirable. That's extremely admirable. More people should be like you, ma'am, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, that's the that's the all words family. I, I I highly appreciate. You know, they don't look down on us. They treat us like family, and I, I think that's how companies should be run. Absolutely, it, it, yeah. No, it's it's such a wonderful example of a a CEO or an executive doing the right thing with the resources that they have available to them. It's 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 heartening. It is. That, that, that was very heartwarming. Uh, normally on this show, we have people at each other's throats, but I think this pandemic has has uh, caused some people to look into their hearts more and realize what's more important. And that's the, the you know, um, that's the, the human beings, the people that are in this country. And while we may not agree on where uh, the stimulus packet or um, the bailout should go. We do agree that the most important thing is the people of this country and the people that um, that are employed or the people that are struggling in this country. We do we do need to look out for each other and we do need to have a heart and look out for the best and uh, the best thing for everyone. Even the people that are jailed for marijuana, right, Trey? Absolutely, man. Uh, you know. I'm just worried because even that they are the little bit of crumbs that they are giving the people in this bailout, the $1,200, I just find out they're going to, I feel like they're going to find out ways to not give it to everybody, especially the people again, who need it the most, who might be working uh, jobs based on tips and stuff like that. So um, th- this is what they do. I just wish we were just more honest and taking care of everybody. Again, the corporations will get our money anyways, when we buy the stuff instead of just giving it to them for no reason. Yeah. I, I am 100% there with you. Uh, I do have to say there are certain industries that are being affected to the place, but there's no demand. Look at the price of oil right now, the price of gas. Uh, you go to your local gas station, it's under a dollar a gallon. It's because there's no demand. And that's a very 
odd economic scenario for yeah, us well, to find it. Yeah, well, people can't go anywhere, so you're not Precisely. really wasting gas anywhere. So, but we're Precisely. gonna. We're gonna this has been a this has been a pretty uh pretty very civil topic, but we're gonna wrap this up and get a final thought on uh on this topic from each of you. Uh, we're gonna start with you, Trey. Your final thought on this topic. I think you hit it on the head, John, when you were talking about you know basically how hardships kind of make us appreciate life more. So hopefully you know everyone comes out this a little bit nicer, a little bit better. Uh, be thankful to your local community members who are out there on the front lines. Uh, Keep your distance and uh, God bless. All right. Nice. Okay. Now we're going to go to you, Shelby. Shelby, your final thought. Thank you. Uh, As we all know, many people are struggling right now. Uh, These are very uncertain, unprecedented times. We're all navigating a new normal together, even as we are apart. And we just want to let you know as uh, a consortium of giant corporations that we are here for you. We will remain here for you and all of the goods and services that you rely upon are still going to be available to you after this is all got uh, all, all, all over and done with. Um, and in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy and stay sane. Oh, nice. And Paula, final thought on this topic. Uh, I was just going to say, um, so every Saturday at the All Words, we have a Space Jam soundtrack that is played between 7 and 8 p.m. Uh, we do put it on for the seniors in the morning, too, in case you want to have a little disco treat. Uh, and I, I am a sucker for a sob story, and I do carry around a pricing gun. So I, I'm more than happy to discount something if, if you really need it. Um, so come on down to All Words, and uh, we're, we're family. We'll treat you like family in a, a that's how America should be. Like Olive Garden? That, I don't like Olive Garden. I prefer okay. Chili's. That's where my husband works. Oh, yeah. He's a sous chef at Chili's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was. Well, it was, yeah. Well, hopefully he, get his, he gets his job back uh, after this is all over. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully. you know, uh, add that extra income into your um, home so that you're not the breadwinner there. But uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us today, Paula. Shelby and Trey, thank you for having us here. Thank you for joining us here. And thank you for listening to us. This has been another episode of the Kumquat Corner. Join us next time where we'll have another titillating topic for us to discuss and debate on and for you to listen to. So thanks for joining us and catch us next time on the Kumquat Corner. Everybody's coming to the Everybody's coming to the Everybody's coming to the